Hello, welcome to Pint Size Distant Pod. Every Sunday, we're going to be bringing you something from the Distant Pod archives. We've gone back through all of the episodes of the Socially Distant Sports Bar so far, and we've found what we think are some of the funniest bits. So, if you like what you listen to over the next few minutes, then have a look on the episode description, because there'll be the episode number that this comes from in there, which means it makes your journey easier. You can then go off and listen to the whole episode, either again or for the first time. If you're a new listener, this is quite a good way of getting into our archives. If you have been with us from episode one, it's a nice way of getting yourselves back into some of the old episodes as well. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this little snippet from the socially distant sports bar, our distant pod pint size episodes. The best thing about this, and I could listen to, to radio coverage of Test match cricket and, and coverage of cricket in general. Yeah, I, I love that well-read, well-educated um, for a sort of Welsh working-class boy. I, do, I really, I really, I love that sort of effortless upper-middle-class uh, cricket commentary style. I love it. Yeah, and you know what the odd thing is? It's off-putting with every other sport. Yeah, exactly, mate. And it yet is. for yeah. cricket, you're like, yes, yeah. Yeah. yes, but it fits it, because it fits. I don't know. It just looks right. And what, and what I love about this is, is <laughs> old John has God bless him. He's trying to keep it together, and he's doing so well. And then you can hear the laugh start to come into his into his <laughs> voice. <laughs> he, he he keeps plugging away. I love that. And obviously, yeah. what we can't see is what Agus is doing in the background. He's obviously lost it by this point. Yeah. And so John is just trying to is trying to stay on, it and he can't do it. And I defy anybody to listen to that two minute clip and not start laughing. Yes. But he's so well spoken. I love it. I can listen to that. Like I said, Test match commentary, and they'll talk about because. Test match cricket takes a long time. There's no getting away from it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. A game that takes five full days to play and end up in a draw, right, <laughs> is, is a long time. So they fill it with letters people have sent into them. Yeah. Cake, cakes they've had baked. They'll talk about the local you know, church fate. It's a bit like this podcast. It, it's, about, it's about cricket for a bit. Yes. And then, <laughs> but and then most, most of the of it, time, it's not. Most yeah, of the time, it's about. Most of Agnew's doing knob gags. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And John is just talking about you know what food he's eating. It's something we do well in Britain. I would say that I'm British and I've grown up with it. But when you listen to our commentators, especially cricket commentators, there's a real art form there. They don't. It's not in your face. It's not. I, I, can, I love American sports, as we know. I like, I like American things. Yeah. But a lot of that commentary gets right on my tits because they, they, they don't shut up. It's very in your face. Where this is really nice and gentle. I also so, love hearing people get the giggles. There's a lot of Beatles outtakes. I'm a massive Beatles fan. Huge, huge Beatles fan. Mm. There's a lot of Beatles outtakes where John and Paul and George get the giggles. And the one I'm thinking of in particular is Annual Bird Can Sing Off Revolver. Right. I don't know. They're this stone because they're recording Revolver. So they were, they were yeah. all into hash at the time. And um, I don't know what's happened, but they just start giggling after the first verse. And then they fall well, if you apart. hash, nothing needs to happen. To <laughs> but, but, I mean, <laughs> but the band, but they're still playing. So the music sounds great. It's a slightly different version of the, the, that's on the record. So the music sounds great. But they're trying their best to sing and harmonise, and they're pissed themselves like. Well, there's the Elvis one where he's doing. Yes, yes, yes. Are you lonesome tonight? Right. 
Are you lonesome tonight? And he, and he puts a lyric in, which he used to mess around with the band backstage. Yeah. Instead of, um, do you gaze at your doorstep and picture me there? He says, do you gaze at your bald head and, and wish you had hair, right? Right. And then he realizes that he's, that he said the, the, the one they mess around with backstage in a gig, right? Yeah. He starts losing it, right? But in that, vo- in that song, the girl called Kathy Westmoreland was the high voice singer in Elvis's uh, backing group. She keeps going. She she doesn't miss a note. And there's a big, there's this like soprano voice going behind the song. And Elvis is gone. He's completely yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah. It's great. And Wogan used to play that on, all the time on Radio 2. And that's why I first heard it. Yeah. Yeah, so there's something about like, listening to people giggle out of context. And also with the Beatles, they spent hours in the studio, days and weeks mm. and months. So inevitably, they're going to start pissing about a bit. Well, Test Match Special. I mean... Once you clip on clip on YouTube, once you watch that clip on YouTube, there's obviously links to other clips. Yeah, they're always trying to set each other up, make you say things like Hugh Janus and Hugh Jardon and all these, you know, <laughs> just to just to make each other laugh, right? But this one seems to be like a genuine mistake. Yeah, well, he was jo- uh, Johnson was incredibly angry after this and really upset. Was he because really? yeah, he felt the. Agnew had been unprofessional and that he'd been unprofessional. He was really oh, hard really? on himself. Yeah, yeah. So that, that night, I think Agnew thought he was going to get the sack. Well, basically, it's a it's a sex joke on Radio 4. Yeah, yeah. Pre-war probably to be- shed. Yeah, probably before that was something that Radio 4 do all the time, pre-war to shed. But yeah. it's, um, it, he, he thought that somehow he'd let the side down. In a very sort of traditional sort of way of looking at things. I just love the word leg over anyway. I, think yeah, it's, it's, I love I love that. As a, as a, yeah, imagine yeah. if he'd been hot. Yeah, I use yeah. leg over all the time. Humping <laughs> is another one you don't hear anymore. Humping. And bonking. Bonking. <laughs> yeah, no, bonk. that's the proper I was one. bonking for an hour. Oh, yeah. Seven you, times I bonked. Have you bonked her? I bonked no. her last night. <laughs> she honked me, but I didn't bonk her. <laughs> there was a lot of honking going on, but no bonking. <laughs> Seven times and I bonk with England stuff. Yeah. My Yeah. Bonk fest. Bonk fest with Randy England star. <laughs> <laughs> um, my thirty eight double D fun banks. <laughs> Some British euphemisms. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh my melons. <laughs> like I I personally Detest carry on. I think it's the worst humour. My forty-four double D melons. Every one of those innuendos and carry on. Yeah. Just makes me want to go. Oh, forget fuck, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> just say it. You're adults. <laughs> You're fucking adults. <laughs> if you want to say it, say it. Yeah. Jesus oh, Christ! You're not school teachers, you. So tiring. I used to watch it. I used to think I'm tired now because of all the innuendo. And, the, and there's a feminist annoyed. in there. They're, not, they're always like a borderline Nazi. <laughs> Some woman doesn't want like a beauty contest because she doesn't think women should, you know, be judged on getting their tits out in public in front of pervy old men. <laughs> You'd think she'd be the good guy in this, wouldn't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she comes across like she's Rudolph like a Hess. fascist. <laughs> yeah. She goose steps into scene. Look out! 
The feminists are in. And, you know, 45 years later, it is so tiresome. Like, physically tiring. Yeah, do you want a couple of bottles of milk? I don't know, do I? Oh, really? I don't know, I'd have to check. Sorry, oh, you're talking... Right, oh, yeah, no thanks. <laughs> so they'd lock you up, wouldn't they? <laughs> you said yeah. you're going to get locked up, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you're 50 years of oh, age, man. Exactly, get, grow up. <laughs> I'd love it if I'd been... Ooh, we, a bit of crumpet, a bit of nookie. If we'd gone back... Nookie. If we'd gone back to the 60s, Quantum Leap and I'd, I'd become some, a director and I was asked to do the latest carry-on film. Day two, I've just snapped. <laughs> Fucking grow up! <laughs> That's a wrap. Yeah. Sorry, I, I, can't, I, cannot, I cannot handle this. I just cannot handle it. Oh, my God. Hope you enjoyed that little extract from our archives of the Socially Distant Sports Bar. We will have another one of these pint-sized distant pods for you next Sunday. What you can do now is scroll through the episode description, find the episode that that was from, and disappear off into our archives. Get yourself off on a journey around the Socially Distant Sports Bar. 